looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. The SPT Secret Society is open for students who are looking to make a massive change in their PT school journey with fellow SPTs from around the world through our three pillars of study habits, personal development, and finances. This is for the motivated SPT ready to take action now because you know PT school is only a couple years long. So what are you waiting for? Click the link right now in the show notes to join us in the SPT Secret Society. And get your first month free by emailing us, ecretsay, E-C-R-E-T-S-A-Y. Welcome to Gratitude. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two new grad DPTs helping you get through PT school on your first try debt-free. Join us as we guide you through the insanity of PT school. Hello, hello. We are coming here live uh, on a Tuesday night. And this is new This is unusual. <laughs> this is unusual for us. You're like, why are they going live at... 9.08 on a Tuesday. 9.08 p.m. Let's just say that. Eastern yes. time. <laughs> Eastern time, July 20th. And yes, we are going live uh, because we want to talk about uh, and go through. This is our episode 266. And it's really all about our journey uh, with debt and PT school, as well as what they don't tell you about PT school loans and this is going to be a good conversation. Ooh, ooh, I'd love to hear Javi. Thanks for hopping on Javi. Uh, Javi and who else is hopping on? Uh, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, come on into the student physical therapist network group. You can connect and discuss while we're doing these episodes live. You can see our faces and weird hand gestures and <laughs> exactly, but we'd love to hear how your PG school loans went like what did they even tell you let me just ask you guys this what did you expect going into pt school in terms of loans because i'm gonna be honest i just thought it was gonna be expensive but i didn't really know like what the process should look like in terms of like when do you even request loans how much can you even get does the, if I fill out the FAFSA and like, that's it, am I good? The answer to that is no, we're going to get into that later, but this is the kind of thing that we're going to talk about tonight. And Javi says, yes, that's the secret is to don't pay your loans. <laughs> we'll have a whole different episode on loan payment. Today is about like the things they don't tell you about when you're looking to apply for your student loans, looking to figure out, okay, when do I apply? How much should it be? Like, what about my clinicals? What about my cost of living? Um, what about before starting PT school? When do I request? Um, and all this kind of stuff. So first, Gabby, what do they even tell you 
before starting PT school, did they just kind of give you a pamphlet and say, okay, here, go apply to your loans. You're going to get this amount. And this is how much tuition is like, what was that process for you? Yeah. So going back into my memory, if it serves me correctly, during orientation is when they came to talk about loans. So we had a grad school uh, loan counselor and she was the one who presented about, okay, you know, I'm your point of contact. You should request this much. I don't remember much from it, but it definitely wasn't a pamphlet. It was uh, someone telling us, but she didn't tell us what to do. She was more of, hey, this is me. I'm your point of contact. So it was not, oh, this is how much you request and this is what you do and the steps. They did not do that. They, secret, PT school, actually not a secret. PT school does not tell you that. So, and it depends on your school. I don't want to say all schools don't because I've heard of a handful of schools that are really good at giving you the step-by-step and some schools even have like a financial course. Very, very few, but I've heard of some that have a course you're supposed to go through before you start PT school, just to walk you through the application process and figuring out how much you're going to apply and when and where you should be going and that kind of thing. But my experience was similar to yours, Gabby, like somebody came in. So, and this is also a a point that I want to bring up because a lot of students get accepted last minute. And then the freak out moment comes because you missed some of the deadlines to apply for student loans. So that's a fun process too. But, um, that was me. Like I got called off last minute. Um, I still had a few weeks, so it was okay. It was just really condensed of trying to find housing, trying to find, uh, the student loans, finding a roommate, that kind of thing. And also figuring out when I'm going to move a few States around, you know, across the country. So it's really interesting. We had a pamphlet that somebody gave me. Um, I reached out ahead of time. Cause I was like, I don't want to have tons of debt, please help me. And I was trying to figure out how to become an in-state resident so that I could have in-state tuition, which a lot of States actually the secret you can get in-state residency oftentimes if you just look for how to do it. But your school, their job is to get as much money out of you as they can. So their job is not to tell you that you can do that. Because I straight up asked them like the point of contact. I was like, so, so can I do this? Because I heard people do this. And she was like, no, 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 no. You cannot. No, no, no. <laughs> like, absolutely not. You know how many people in my class actually did that? probably at least a handful I can tell you right off the bat who were able to get in-state residency, which saved them about five to six grand on tuition every single semester for eight semesters. And I missed the cutoff by like this. So you guys, I would ask those kinds of questions early, but I got off topic. It's very different, right? So um, it's different from undergrad too. Gabby, what are some of the big differences between like undergrad requesting for grad school loans? Like what's the difference there? Yeah, so the difference is for grad school, you have, you still have your FAFSA and you still fill that out like you did in undergrad. And with that, you get 10,500 per semester, which is a total of 21,000 per year. And I would say most uh, PT schools have trimesters. So um, fall, uh, fall, spring, summer and you have to request for that time. Now, 
if that 21,000 doesn't cover your full tuition, then that's when you would request grad plus loans and you have to fill out an application, you request how much, and I believe there, there is a max for grad plus, I don't know that number. Um, however, you can just request the amount you need. And that's what I would recommend, that's what I did every semester because I did go to a private PT school, so I did take grad plus loans out. And instead of requesting the maximum amount, which some people did, uh, I just requested what I needed per semester. And, you know, the less interest, the better at this point. And there's no more Parent PLUS loans, guys. This is grad school. You are big people. You are your own peeps. <laughs> so that's why it's called grad plus. It's very similar to parent plus loans, except you are responsible, right? So, um, and you don't have to request grad plus loans either. If there's other options that are better for you, if you take, if you take a look at the different interest rates, um, you can actually find one maybe that has a lower interest rate. So like for me, I, I took a private loan, but it was through a discover like healthcare profession student loan. I just got a good deal on it at the time. So I did that instead of the grad plus whatever works for you, you just got to know this ahead of time because um, I could see how it can be very confusing. And it was very confusing. Um, like when you look at, okay, I get 10,500 a semester. That's probably not going to cover even your tuition. You still have to remember about your cost of living. So it's really important to factor in all of these other things like your cost of living, especially if you're not going to be working. And even if you are like, I would request a little bit more, don't go crazy with it, but like you want to have a cushion and you can always put the extra back on to the loan later. You'd rather do that than have to like request more. That gets a little bit tricky. So don't worry about that. But Gabby, when do you request for next semester? Yes. So you request for next semester. I would say start thinking about it at least two to three months before. I will say I always requested a month before. So for example, when my fall semester ended, which is usually December, then I would make sure that I request in December, uh, no later than January when classes start, because usually you start, you know, second week, well, sometime in January. Uh, but I made sure it was at least a month ahead of time to request. And I made sure, you know, all of my numbers were correct. And I did have uh, extra that it's an emergency. It was emergency money in case anything happened. And there was a point, especially in my first semester, I'll tell this story real quick, but I did not request enough in my first semester. And I was screwed by, I think it was the last like week or, or maybe month because I had to pay rent. And I just remember being so nervous and scatterbrained and it was happening during, um, you know, midterms. And I was like, what the hell do I do? So uh, make sure you request enough. And if you do need additional funds, then you can request more. Um, that does come with more, you know, interest and all of that. But uh, to make a long story short, yes, you should request at least a month before your semester starts. And it depends too, like if you request, if you're talking about FAFSA, that's at the beginning of the year and you request for two semesters at a time. This is, this is something different. If it's private loans and it's per semester, that's different for me, for example, the discover health, like profession, private loan, whatever it was per two semesters. And then the summer was its own thing. And then two semesters and the summer was its own. So you just kind of have to look at that and be aware. Um, and 
I love Excel sheets. I put this all out on an Excel sheet. I'm sure many of you have done the same, but I would highly, highly, highly recommend you do it. Um, and it'll just make you feel so much better. You don't have to worry about, oh my God, how am I going to pay rent this month? Like, am I going to have to sell my kidney? Am I going to have to jump out in front of like the school bus in order to get tuition paid for? Am I going to have to become a stripper? Like, what am I going to do? You're going to do none of those things. You're going to just make sure you talk to a legitimate like financial advisor uh, for your student loans. We have so many of them on the podcast, guys. We have a whole section of episodes where we have guests on talking like, you know, we have CPAs, we have like um, student loan planners. We have so many different people on here that you can go and check out their resources. And they're really, really good. Highly recommend Fitbooks, shameless plug. They were like one of the first people we had on the podcast, but highly, highly recommend just getting set up with somebody before you start. And if you've already started, you know, you better do it sooner rather than later. Agreed. So this is all throughout PT school, but we'll give you a little insight into now that we're graduated or you're listening to this now that you're graduated, what do I do next? So uh, you will have to go through something called exit counseling and you probably did it for undergrad. Um, so you'll do the same thing for grad school and you'll close, <laughs> close that chapter on your loans and it will give you a balance of how much you owe when your payment is due. It's still six months after you graduate right now, um, but you can start paying it at any time. And yeah, so that's where we are. We are um, graduated and, you know, now that we have our loan balance, we'll be uh, paying that off. And that's for after school. So what we talked about was really before school and during and um, a little bit of where we are personally after graduating PT school. Also, what about clinicals, Gabby? How oh, is yes. that? How is that? You guys, especially now during the pandemic. Oh, my God. Your clinicals have been just, oh, my God, effed up all around. You might not have even known where you were supposed to go until two weeks to three weeks after you, you were supposed to start. Maybe you went somewhere and then people got COVID and then you had to go somewhere else. Like it's just craziness. So, um, you guys, I would just incorporate this big time into your equation for your student loan requests. I did not do this. I was like Gabby for one month and I was like, oh God, how am I going to pay for rent? And it was for a clinical rotation because then sometimes depending on your place, right? You could, the best thing to do is find family or friends or a friend of a friend. I'm sure you'd find someone somewhere who would accept you and, you know, take you to their home for a few weeks. I did not do that because it was kind of a last minute rotation um, for one of mine. And I'd paid for an Airbnb for the month. And let me tell you, that was not cheap because then you're also, you're basically paying rent for two places for a month. So I would just keep that into consideration too. Um, that does count when you're requesting. Yes, that does count. And make sure you find somewhere to live and that you have enough to cover uh, if something does happen, because that happened to me on my last clinical and I was scrambling to find an Airbnb. So make sure you allocate additional funds for your clinical rotations and travel and anything else uh, included in that. Oh, and one more thing. So also for clinical rotations, make sure this is one of my biggest pieces of advice for when you get closer to graduation, make sure you have funds to cover the NPTE and the state 
you know, board uh, fees because that also gets very pricey and uh, it's just nice to have a cushion. Um, so you're not just left in the dust after you graduate and there's literally nothing left for you to pay for uh, to like your state um, and your national board exam. So that's another thing for uh, third year and making sure you have funds for that as well. Yeah. You guys go listen to our episode. We did about that. We did a whole episode on like MPTE stuff and cost of MPTE and that kind of thing. So definitely set aside some extra money at the end, because that's something I did not do either because I thought, Oh, I can just take boards in April and then start working right away after graduation. Well, that was false. I could not take boards until July because in Florida, at least, and some other States as well, you were not allowed to take boards until after you graduate. So it's important to know, even if your school is in a different state like Pennsylvania, uh, and you're trying to take a licensure exam somewhere else, it doesn't work out. If Pennsylvania says you can, but the place you're trying to take it says you can't, well, you just can't. You got to wait a little bit. So we talked about that in a whole episode. Um, Go and tune into that. We'll put that link in the description of the show notes here. And that is all that we have. So we wanted to share this episode Um, with all of you to talk about what PT school does not teach you about uh, student loans and debt, but tune in for next week because this is a uh, a precursor, (laughs) precursor, yes, precursor to an exciting event, uh, exciting event we have coming up and we will share more about it on the next episode. So we will see you all uh, later and thanks for tuning in. Oh, what could the event be? We'll leave it with that. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude. We would absolutely love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode and share it out on all of the social media platforms and tag us so we can see it. And if you like our show, the best thing you could do is to take a minute to write a review to help us get this out to more students like you to shift the narrative away from stress and broke SPT. 